This episode of Star Lost Seas is sponsored by Anchor.fm. Do you have a podcast idea and don't know where to host it? Head over to Anchor.fm to get a free account, hosting, and distribution for your podcast. That's Anchor.fm, or go to the Anchor mobile app. Hello everyone and welcome to Star Lost Seas, a D&D podcast. You can catch a new episode every Monday on any of your favorite podcasting platforms or watch the video format by searching Star Lost Seas on YouTube or going to youtube.com slash glitched streams. So make sure you follow and enjoy. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Welcome to D&D. Welcome to Star Lost Seas. I'm Cryolane, your DM, here with all of my usual lovelies. Hi. Today... We are picking up right after our very first level up of the campaign, which is going to sound weird saying this. Everyone's level four now. We started at level three. Don't tell anyone. Um, Literally on our character cards. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's a secret. <laughs> hurry, hurry, censor out the three and rip it yeah, away. We gotta go back editing and cut out everywhere where it said level three. But yes, we're level four now because we all just... Fought our way through a magical fog up an ancient sea temple where you then encountered one of Sox's old students, Lagos, who was a little out of it. Um, by a little out of it, I mean a lot out of it, because as you asked him to get rid of the fog, he instead decided to kill you by summoning a bunch of golems made of bones and stone, culminating, of course, in him making a giant dragon. <laughs> uh... Which you then promptly beat the crap out of. Uh, Archibald almost died, uh, and then was rapidly saved by Kieran. Uh, Twink got his heart stopped briefly by Socks electrifying everyone. And then, and then in the end, fault. you... Huh? Not my fault. It was just wild magic. He doesn't know that, though. That's something you're gonna have to explain, because his heart just got stopped by you while you were also a werewolf, which is concerning. I didn't attack anyone. I just yeah. want that to be known, written in the doctrine. That's all. I think my favorite moment of the entire last fight was when Lotus pulled the the twenty five foot tall dragon's leg out from under it, and it clattered to the ground. That was solid. <laughs> but then, at the end of it all, Lagos, in his tired and defeated state, asked you to leave him. As you turned off the temple that was causing the, the massive cloud of fog, and it began to sink into the ocean. And we are actually going to pick up a little early, because I, I rushed you a bit through the end of that. So we're actually going to pick up right after Lagos told you all he just wanted to be gone, and you're all about to rush down the stairway. And uh, the reason we're picking up there is because we are picking up specifically from Lotus's perspective. So, as you all uh, are reacting to the fact that this temple is suddenly shaking and, and shuddering and sinking down towards the water, uh, Lotus turns to Dolus, as she is so wont to do in strange situations, and suddenly everything stops. Dolus? You get no response. Dolis is frozen in place, staring out at the water in in shock. I want to walk over to Dolis and like tug on his sleeve like how I usually do if I want his attention. 
As you walk over to Dolus and go to tug on his sleeve, the ring on his hand, because his glove is still off from combat, suddenly shines a very, very bright green color. And the next time you open your eyes after being able to see, you're in a very nicely padded fabric room. It's got surprisingly tall ceilings, and it feels very comfortable. Is there like a couch? There is a couch. I want to walk over to one of the couches and I want to pick up one of the pillows. That you could absolutely do that. <laughs> Squish. It is silk. <laughs> wanna, I want to look around and see if there's anything. Do I recognize this room at all? You don't recognize the room at all as you turn which way and that. It's really nice stone and everything until you get to these really nice like draperies and paddings that are dangling all around the place. There's a really nice couch and everything. It It looks absolutely gorgeous. Uh, you do like a solid two or three looks around when there's no one around, and then on your your fourth turnaround, there is a woman on the couch, just kind of like laying back with her legs resting up on the arm, casually like twirling her hair around her fingers. Hello. Took you long enough. What? What? See, I have been waiting for you to get a spark of just something for so long, and you finally did it. It's so nice to finally meet you. Um, who, who are you? Oh, he never said anything about me. Who? Your big brother, he does really love keeping secrets from you, doesn't he? I'm his little friend in the bottle. Well, in the ring, actually, in this you can call me Kylie. I'm something of a, a god back in your home plane. You're a god? Well, I like to call myself one. I don't know if everybody would, but... Splitting and hairs. Do you know everything then? Uh, she's suddenly not on the couch, and you, you hear her voice from behind you, and she goes, Well, I know this and that. Anything within my realm, basically. Uh... And as you turn, she has your mask in her hand, and she's going over it. And she goes, anywhere the wind blows, I can whisper my sweet words. And that's why I like you little birds. And then she, like, tosses your mask up in the air to you. I'm you... just gonna catch it. Then you would already know. Oh, that's the face I've been wanting to see. Show me the real lotus. What do you want? How do you know my brother? Well, you see, I made a deal with your brother a long, long time ago to do something that he wanted done. And I have decided, because you've gotten to just... gotten so big, I'm so proud of you, and she like reaches out and pats you on the head. It's like, I've decided to do something similar for you. I'll make the terms looser on this deal than the one I have with your brother. You're strong enough on your own, but I think with a little air under those wings... We could really fly, girl. And she gives you a little nudge as she walks past you. Why are you giving me power? I don't know you. But I know you. I've known you for so long. I knew you when you were a tiny little bird. And if your brother won't take you home, 
I might as well help you get there. Miss Kylie, you should know that as you were a god, that my intentions for going home aren't as pure as my brother thinks. In Kaylee, the moment. Know, oh, go. You should also know that I want to find Raiden first before heading back home. Kaylee, like, freezes mid-sentence facing away from you, and she seems to tense up almost for a second. And then she immediately gets loose again, and you hear her start just laughing. <laughs> a little miss, to be honest, taking that into consideration. I think I want to help you even more. You are a strange god. I like having fun. And you, Arakakra with no name, are very fun indeed. So, when you go back, I'll have left you a little gift. It's a lot like your brother's, so use it wisely. But... Let's give you once a day. I think that. I haven't agreed to anything. Oh, sweetheart. It's like you said. I'm a god. Don't I already know these things? And then she winks at you, and you are back out standing next to Dolis as the island is shaking around you. Dolis? Yes? Uh, Come on, we have to go. And Dolis starts running down the stairwell. Oh, okay. The, the is going to check that yeah. the mask is on her face. The mask yeah. is on your face. And then she's going to go after Dolis. Alright. Socks, you are the, the last one headed down the stairs as you turn and part one glance back to Lagos as he sits, sank down to his knees in defeat. Socks kind of looks at him and just goes, We can help you if you come with us. He, he doesn't even react. He, he just stares up at the sky as he was doing already. <laughs> I'm sorry, Logos. I should have done better. And he kind of turns and starts going after the others. Okay. And then we already did this description bit. You go sprinting your way down the island. You get to Eggold's. He's freaking out a little. You all get on the boat. See the, the tentacles writhe out of the ocean with all those stones scattered all over them, miles around you. Then the temple sinks back into the ocean, and we'll pick up actually where exactly where we were end of last session. You're all sitting in the boat about 100 feet off of the deck of the Bordelais. After all the running, uh, Twink... Twink's heavy breathing, kind of holding his chest, and goes, Why do I feel like death? Socks is silent. He's uh, digging in his bag, pulling out the flask of holy water, and he downs it. The remainder of what is in the flask. Do that D4 of heat damage, boy. Yep. Oh no, what if he dies? <laughs> He's fine. He just holy water and fucking dies. We're going to die. He's dead. Goodbye, everybody. It's anticlimactic death. Alcoholics Anonymous just pops up. <laughs> Three. Three points. Okay. Yeah. So you, the, it burns on the way down, but it's nothing, nothing you can't handle, especially after you know that fight that you literally just had. Kieran is, is also just, like, leaning back slightly over the edge, panning. I normally don't 
run and you see Kieran like reach over the boat, like reach into the water and just pull out a chunk of ice and start munching on it. There's ice. ice. <laughs> what? He reaches his other hand in and off and offers a chunk to Lotus. Uh, careful, it's salty. It's salty and cold. So I'm assuming when I look over the edge of the boat, there's nothing there. It's just water. Okay. Cool. Angled mid-rowing is like, the What the fuck? I've made a snowball. You've made a snowball out of the ball of ice? I'm, oh. you know... She's a really strong little bird. a strength check on that real quick. <laughs> Do you crush the ice? Eggled is, Eggled is still rowing towards the Bordelais, and he's like, what the fuck is wrong with the- what the fuck happened? I don't think she made the, a snowball. You try to make a snowball, and as you go to crush it, your, your hand, like, slips off multiple times as, like, you squish, one hand just slides off. <laughs> she, she no, she made a snowball! It's just oh. a big block of ice. Oh, wow. Uh, it's very pretty. Kieran reaches behind his back, snaps, and it becomes it becomes snow. <laughs> wow, you snowball. actually made it into snow. I made a snowball. How nice. Dolus is just like, how did... And he looks at Kieran, and then he's just like, yes, you made a really nice snowball. <laughs> Kieran's trying to whistle. Kieran doesn't know how to whistle. <laughs> I don't know how to whistle either. Eggled, Eggled fucking stops rolling and he's like, I'm so, I'm, I keep asking what the fuck and no one is responding to me. So, 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 so do I ask something different? Do I ask something, do I ask nicer? Do you need there me to put on an big, accent? There was a big dragon and, and then, uh, we killed it. <laughs> there was a man. Pretty much it up. There was a man creating the fog and that man is now dead. What happened with the tentacles and the giant? Oh, I don't know. All okay. unrelated. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He just starts rowing again, like not looking at you. You made panics for a duke, there, sir. Duke of eggs. Duke of eggs. He just mutters to himself as he fucking gets you back to the boat. Dolus looks at Twink and he's like, "What is a duke? He's a very noble person." Oh. Yes. Of eggs? Of egg hold. Tis a fantastic place. Why you does know, he hold castles eggs? with eggs on top of them. I'm pretty sure there was a story about some person there who fell off a wall and cracked himself open. Can't remember. Right. I like that story. <laughs> it's about I, this I, I didn't tell you the story. I just told you there was a story. I didn't know it was... Based off of a true story. Um, and so Dolus is gonna. Dolus walks over, or like, just, I don't know how big the boat is. Like he's uh, sidled over to where where Socks is, and he just kind of. He puts a hand on Socks' shoulder and kind of leans in. He goes, uh, Socrates. Socks doesn't necessarily answer you as much as he just does glance at you. Uh, he Dolus will lean in and he goes, we might have some things to discuss when we get back on this boat. And Dolus is going to uh, start flying. And he just, Dolus starts flying over to the boat to oh, like Lorelei's ship. Follow. Okay, you both, uh, you both are at, forgive me, I have a donut. Uh, you, you both land on the boat just at about the same time that Eggold gets it side to side with the mechanism to, to lift it up and 
crewmates start tossing down ropes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll just wait up on the top for everyone else to get there. Okay, it only takes takes like 20 seconds for them to tie off the boat and winch it all the way up. So you're all you're all sidling back onto the deck of the Bordelais. There's no more fog, right? No more fog. Clear blue as far as the eye Are can the see. Are the squagons still there? Uh, you do not see any squagons. Damn it. Hmm. Just the just the boat and the typical people you'd see on the boat. Lorelai is already busy talking to somebody about something else. Well, uh, I'm going to pull out actually, the old fishing pole. Can, uh, can... Let's see. Hang on. I have to check real quick something. Who's got the passive? Socks. You have the highest passive on this, so this is going to be great. As Socks sidles back into the boat, it's at this moment that you realize across the deck from you, uh, Harmon has tied himself to the to the railing entirely. He is he is tied entirely, except for one arm, to the railing. Socks walks over to him and just goes, "Amen." I. How? With rope. But that hand's tied, and the other hand's tied. I. How? It's a little skill you learn after a couple of years out at sea. Would you like me to teach you? It's also very good for getting out of these sorts of situations. I mean, kind of... <laughs> Scratch that. It might not be great for getting out of these sorts of situations. Maybe another time. I'll always be here, especially if I can't figure out how to undo these knots. Right. And sucks kind of shrugs and walks off. And Lotus and Twink going fishing. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm pulling the... I don't know about Lotus, but I'm definitely pulling the fishing rod out. Okay. When Lotus sees that he's taking out the fishing rod, she wants to like walk over and be like... Fishing? With... She pulls out the tridents. Tridents, plural. Hooray. <laughs> what? I would love to fish with you like that, but I don't know how I'm going to be able to get that trident down to the water. Wings? I don't have wings, little one. Are you sure? <laughs> you see that he literally has to process for a second, and he goes, Yeah, I'm fairly sure. Have you checked? Twice today. Lotus is trying to think of when he might have checked. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I believe you. So Dolus walks over and he's just like, what are y'all doing? Fishing. Apparently you're trying to figure out whether I have wings or not. Trying to figure out? Yes, apparently it's very possible. Oh, um, you don't. I, no, I, I know. I agree with you on that. I think you should explain that to her. Lotus, he does not have wings. It's entirely possible for him to have wings. It's, it's not. Like a it's not on account of his wings not existing. Twig points over at Kieran and he goes, "That one has wings, though." Temporary bird man. Well, that one's okay. an angel. 
Are you saying I'm not an angel? Yes. You're lucky. I, like I watched sister. you beat five fish men to death. But he literally blew his head off. I watched you do it with your bare hands. They weren't bare. I had gauntlets. Yes, bare hands. Those are those are. <laughs> Dolores just kind of in the middle of a sentence, kind of looks at Kieran, looks back, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so Dolores is just like, right about those gauntlets of yours. I wanted to ask. Um, they seem very different than usual gauntlets. Could you tell me about them? Yeah, they're made of magic. Oh, and how do you do that? With magic? Right. But how? Well, you see, and then he goes into this very in-depth explanation about how he takes this armor and he turned it into a magical property and then he infused it with himself and then he also made it to where when he spins his hammer that he can magically make it attached to himself. Mm. Lotus, you don't understand how, none of it. There's like how, a lot of weird algebra interlacing yes, today. And you understand none of it. Components that are mentioned that you've never even heard of. Halfway through, Lotus gets bored and she's just gonna walk <laughs> off. She's gonna wander off somewhere. Dolus is is still listening, uh, like acting like he knows what he's talking about. Like he's very much like, yes, yes, yes. Right. I understand. Okay, and so we're gonna meanwhile to the the Pasax, who's currently curled over eating something like a chipmunk that just got caught. Actually, no, I accidentally hit the up on my desk, so it just started raising. So I had to fix that real quick. Oh my god. Ah, uh, standing desks, magical. But yes, so we're gonna we're gonna meanwhile over to Sox right after he talked to Harmon. Okay. So, Sox is just honestly going to go double check on, uh, he's going to go report to Lorelai and just be like, okay. So he walks up to her and tries to get her attention. Just kind of, excuse me. She turns around. She goes, ah, Ray, one of the men of the hour. Welcome back. You did a fantastic job. Whatever it was you did. I can actually see the sky now. Right. right. Um, well, we took care of it, and I believe I do owe you this. And he takes the short sword uh, from its holster and hands it over to her and goes, okay. told you I wouldn't break it. She she takes it. She gives it a, a solid once over. And she's like, got this piece handmade in the Westwood 20 years ago. She's like, it almost seems appropriate that an elf would take it. But I'm not going to give it to you. And then she takes the sword that's currently on her waist and she holds it out to you. She's like, this one you can have. Socks goes, uh, I, I appreciate it. I wasn't looking for any sort of... Uh, thank you. And he, he kind of cuts himself off um, and holds his hand out and takes it. Okay, uh, it's it's a very nice, uh, it's a very nice short sword. Uh, not not elven like the one that you just gave back to her. It seems totally human made, but it's got this really pretty circular blue pommel, uh, and it feels almost cool to the touch. Okay. Yeah. 
And so she just replaces it on her hip immediately and goes, I've got plenty like this, so don't sweat about it. It's the least I can do. Well, actually, it's more than I have to do because you're on the ship and I'm taking you someplace completely free of charge. So let's consider this a fee. You're doing well at paying it. She like turns back to the helm. <laughs> I appreciate it. And Sox is going to kind of look the sword over a little bit because that pommel seems really interesting but I don't have inspect <laughs> like I don't have identify magic so I have no idea <laughs> uh, and so Sox you know puts it back where his quarterstaff used to be in the previous short sword and decides to go check on Archibald <laughs> that, that's the man of the hour uh, I would like you to actually make a very quick, uh, let's just do, let's just do a, an intelligence check on this one. See if you remember which way Eggled took Archibald when he pulled him out of the boat, because you all kind of dispersed and you were particularly very distracted with your emotional state. I swear, I thought he was going to say roll wild magic. I thought like, he was behind Lorelei, like, okay. oh, oh. Uh, just intelligence? Just intelligence. Dirty 20. Well, look at that. You remember that he actually didn't take him back towards the first mate hold? He took him, he took him down into the, like, under the, into the boat. So, Sox just basically determined toward his objective, starts heading down that way to, to seek out his elf friend. Okay, okay so I as you go down the stairs, you walk past Twink, uh, currently in the middle of a very intensive lecture to Dolis, who's nodding along. Uh, Kieran, who's standing nearby, looking into a spell book. Yeah, and and Lotus. Has, right, has I know. Walked off I know he took that shit. spell book off Lagos, don't I? Because I was looking at him. You did. So <laughs> you want to hang on? Do you want to make a perception check to see if you're going to process that in this moment? Yes. You're walking past him. Yeah. yeah okay. God, I love I having boosted okay awesome i love having boosted perception i rolled an eight but with my perception that's 13 13 yeah as you're walking by you notice that he's he's looking through the spell book you saw him take off of lagos's temporarily dead body mm. and socks looks at him and goes it's not yours you know i was planning to give it back to you uh actually yeah you can have it it's probably yeah, most poetic that you have it. And he hands it off to you. It sucks. Kind of gently takes it. Looks it over. Flips through a few of the pages. Doesn't really read any of it and closes it. And goes, I don't know why you wanted this. But thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I... I always think whenever I kept somebody magical, would I rather them keep using it or I at least have a look at it? But this is a special situation. I'd feel weird having this. Well, if we ever need oh, to see and, it. And he, 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 uh, Kieran also gives you two gold. I didn't, I didn't actually mean to take the gold, but it was next to the spell book. Yeah, the oh, gold right. was weird to take. <laughs> and he gives you two gold. 
Sox is a bit confused. Because <laughs> he was expecting the book. He was not expecting the gold. <laughs> and he goes... Right. Well, I know <laughs> warlocks don't have much of a use for this, and he kind of holds the book up. Oh, I do. But I've gotten mine out of it. Now it's a memorabilia. It's a memorab. It's a memor. Me memorabilia. It's memorabilia. No, this is in character. Uh, oh, oh, oh my oh. god! Yay! <laughs> oh, fantastic! It's kind of just sitting there, and she goes, "I'm going to go check on Archibald." <laughs> yeah, he seemed pretty beat up. I'm gonna go watch the fishing. And then Karen walks away. Sox puts the book on his back and just goes to find Archibald. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, you go downstairs, and as you go down the stairs, you're, you're immediately facing towards the galley, and you see that the door is open, and Archibald is sitting there with Eggled and, and Walk. Sox walks up to them. And... And and he walks up to them and she goes, How are you feeling, Archibald? Archibald sits there and he rubs his, his temples really, really hard. And he takes the little, like, bowl of whatever walk gave him, does a sip, and then he goes, That, um... That was amazing! And he, like, turns back to you and he was like, Did you see that? Did you see what I did? Uh, I, I did. Um, you almost died. I have never cast Magic Missile at that high of a level. It was so cool. There were so many of them. Sucks because, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just glad you're okay. Oh, I'm in terrible pain. And he kind of like, he kind of like drops his arms. He's like, every, every muscle in my body aches in ways I had never expected it to. Um, but Wok gave me this, and he said it would make me taste, or he said it would make me feel, he said it would, he said it would, um, he said, Wok's like, I said it would fry his brain enough that it wouldn't care. What is it, Wok? So, do you know how I clean things around here. No. It's with a very, very strong alcohol. So he's going to have a magic hangover and a real hangover in the morning. It's, it's also, also mixed with fish broth for the flavor. Because normally it has no flavor. That is horrifying. And Socks <laughs> looks back to Archibald and goes, you can keep the quarter staff. Uh, Lorelai gave me this, and he pulls out the sword. Archibald's like, I'm gonna be honest with you, old man. I didn't even need it. I turned into a magic gun. <laughs> and then he takes another sip of the bowl, and he goes, I'm sorry I called you old. You're not, you're not old. I mean, you're a lot older than me, but you're not, you're not old. You, how old are you? You're, no, you've told me this. You are 300. And 54. That's 54 more years. Yeah. 
Eggold Eggold is like I think he almost died for the first time ever today, and I'm also pretty sure this is the first time he's ever had alcohol. You know, could I actually get and he pulls out the flask. The now empty flask. And goes, could I actually get a little some of that? Uh, immediately Archibald goes to like pour his bowl into your flask, not thinking about the size of the flask head and the bowl at all, and Walk just like grabs his hand and goes, You don't want your backwash, kid. No, I do not. I got some more in a barrel. <laughs> goes, yes, please, thank you. <laughs> He's actually trying not to laugh because Archibald is so fucking plastered, especially for a high elf who has a tolerance for alcohol. <laughs> and, and hands it to Walk. Yeah, so As a walk. walk fills your flask and gives it back to you. And Archibald's just like, Socrates. And shoes. Yes. Why do you have a cat? Well, I found it in an alleyway after I I left the Empire. But you're a werewolf. You're a dog. And you have a cat. I am still an elf. I just have a curse. No, 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 no. You, you, no, no you're a werewolf. You, a lotus called you a bad doggy? And she was right, because you are a werewolf. And I watched you shove your claws through the head of a giant stone bone dragon earlier today. And then you electrocuted everybody, which that was weird. Uh, and the moment he mentions it, roll wild magic. Nine. Okay, you're safe. <laughs> Thanks. Sox goes, Well, when I uh, was infected with the curse, my magic also found a bit of an infection, and now it has a chance to surge on its own, even if I don't cast. Uh, at first, it was useful. You know, I was uh, able to kind of turn the tides a little bit and make myself more accurate. By mutating the spells but now it um sort of acts on its own he goes we both have magic we can't control i like you socks you're fun and then he falls backwards and just eats shit into the floor he he is completely unconscious <laughs> And the moment he falls backwards, Walk looks at you and he goes, You're going to want to sip out of that flask. That was the plan. How much has he had? This is his fourth bowl. That sounds about right. <laughs> and, so and Sox kind of like holds his flask up and sort of a cheers to Walk and goes, Make sure he gets back to the fourth uh, first mate's room. I have some business to attend to with my uh, companions. Okay, and here's where we're going to cut to Lotus, who walked all the way away from the very intense 
diagram conversation and all the way down to the sleeping quarters. She's going to climb into the the bed she slept in previously. Okay. She's going to move the blinds so it's covering her. Got it. Uh, set the tridents down, and then she's going to put her hands together. And there is like this light green, almost white type of energy fizzling from her fingertips. Cutting. And then once it's gone, she's going to move the blinds again, leaving the tridents, and then she's going to go on back to find Dolis and Twink. Okay. So she can fish. So you, you come all the way up uh, just as Twink finishes his explanation of how he made the Guardian armor. It's been about ten minutes. So that all makes sense to you, Dolis. Dolis is still like uh, <laughs> nodding. He's like, "Oh, uh, yes, 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 uh, yes, yes." I under, I understood. I thought you might. I took you for a scholar. Oh, he right. Does read a lot. Yes. Oh, hello, Lotus. Hi. Welcome back. Um, you know, I would love to continue this conversation, but I think I have business with uh, our our wolf, and uh, Dolus will go turn around and start following after where Socks uh-huh. went. Uh, as, you're walking, pass by. as you're walking away, you hear Twink say to Lotus, that means he doesn't want to continue the conversation. <laughs> I, I would love to, and he's like walking backwards, like, I would love to continue this conversation. Like, you, you keep missing, like, turns past the corner. He's you still- make a dexterity check for not tripping over all the shit on the deck. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mid midway through walking backwards, me like I really, I promise, I would love to be you. The your foot gets tangled in some rope, and you just like fall back on your butt, not in like a painful way, but just in like oh. As soon as I fall, I get up slowly uh, and just like dust myself off, like p- pull my robe back over. And then I just turn around and walk away silently. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Lotus look at each other and just start giggling. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so I, I just, I go after, I go after where Sox went. Okay. So, so you walk down at the same time that Sox is walking out of the, the, the galley. The galley, that's the phrase. That's the word I'm looking for. Oh, Socrates, hello. Did you eat shit upstairs? No, no, I, I listened to a very informative lecture. Um, may I have a word with you? Sure. Uh, and Dolus would like to pull Socks aside uh, to somewhere out of earshot of people. Is there like, is, can I, not out of earshot, but just. Somewhere where people wouldn't be like paying attention to them. Hey, yeah, you know? that's that's easy to do right here in the hold. There's there's a couple cannons that are that are all clean and and no one's messing with them at the time. So you just go stand like between them. Right, uh, and so Dolus just you can see he's kind of like he seems almost like he's like up in spirits, but he's just like you know 
keeping a little high high attitude is like right um do you remember back when we were on a uh, harmon ship uh when you told me about your uh curse about your you you being a a a, a wolf and I asked you if you would be a threat and you said that you would try not to be and then you became a threat very short after. But then I decided to give you the kindness of my heart and give you the benefit of the doubt that maybe, just maybe, you would try even harder to not be a threat. And then you proceeded to electrocute our entire party. Would you like to explain yourself? Socks kind of takes a sip from the flask and goes didn't electrocute you now did i yes because i was 40 feet in the air magic flare up happens excuse me i am not a threat for 90 percent of the time sometimes those numbers are a bit skewed due to the situation we're in Oh, right, because from my perspective, it's 50% of the time. I, uh, I hate to interrupt, but uh, but I love to interrupt. Uh, roll wild magic. <laughs> Joke's on you. I put myself put back myself down, down to one, one onset, onset point. point. <sighs> World. Okay, you're fine. In the, in the moment of stress, you can kind of feel the magic flare up, but you're like, no, 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 not now. <laughs> Socrates, Socrates, I, you can see he's like, Dolus is holding himself back so hard. Like, he's just like, I, I really, I want to believe that you are a good man. And I don't think that you do any of these things that you do to us on purpose, but... You're making it very hard for me. I don't want to make my sister sad. Socks looks him dead in the eyes and goes, None of it's on purpose. If you want to believe that it is, then do yourself a favor and try and kill me. Dolus is going to uh, look, uh, look Socks even, like just like straight in the eyes, and then he goes... Uh, trust me, Socrates, if I wanted to kill you, I didn't need the invitation. And Socks just goes, so be it. And he walks past him. Um, and so I would then like to, after like, after seeing him walk away, I kind of just like take a deep breath and I go, I don't know where Socks went, but I'm gonna go up back to uh, the top deck the to top find deck. Lotus. Yeah, so you follow after Socks, like if like he's you wait until he's up on the next deck, but then you follow afterwards to the top deck, where at this point Twink and Lotus are now fishing. Lotus repeatedly trying to get them to use the tridents, as Twink has to repeatedly explain that there is no way to get them back if she just yeets them into the ocean. <laughs> Cool. Uh, Kieran well, is sitting on. Oh, yeah, Kieran's sitting on oh, top of I, a nearby barrel with with the book open. 
Oh, I'm uh, since I gave the book, I'm oh. you can see Kieran furiously scribbling into his own book and looking upset and just kind of goading, saying, I think the trident is a very good idea. It's like spear fishing, but three times more effective. I have a spear too. Four times. <laughs> I left the trident downstairs, though. Ian, did Ian disconnect? Or is, no, this is just Twig. This is just Twig staring <laughs> in response. You're just holding the fishing rod, staring at Kieran. Uh, it's right around this time, actually, that the bosun's whistle from up above sounds off. Huh? And everybody's uh, immediately like, what the fuck? Because that, that doesn't usually sound in the middle of the ocean. Mm -hmm. uh, and and way up above in the crow's nest, the guy shouts, Port side! You all. You are currently on the port side. So as you look down at the water, you see a bunch of dark shapes kind of forming. And, and I don't. bubbling a little. Well, yeah, Twink does not. He can't see over the edge. Which makes fishing even funnier. Karen here is short side and runs to the wrong side. <laughs> about right. Socks just kind of casually glances over the side of the boat. There's a bunch of dark bubbling water <laughs> right around where the the fish hook is in the water. Uh, Dolus kind of just turns to the the whole group. He's like, "Do do you reckon it's the Sahuagin?" I'll be honest, I'm not sure. Uh, at, at about that time, as Lorelai comes over and Harmon crings his neck to try and look over the railing he's still attached to, uh, yeah, a dozen Sawagan break the surface below you. <laughs> They're all looking up at you, including the one that you had seen last with Eggled by the boat. Oh, thank goodness. What is it? It's the Tsihuagan. It, they're climbing up the boat. Twink jumps up onto the railing and looks over and goes, I killed the Foglord! Tsihuagan <laughs> 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 goes, The outsider was called the Foglord! You may now refer to me as the Foglord Slayer! <laughs> all the Tsihuagan, all the... Yeah, as Lotus does it, all the Tsihuagan just... Dolus <laughs> is just looking, staring actually, at them all blankly. <laughs> I want to pick Twink up from under his armpits and lift him up. And he just kind of does this as he rises into the air. All just, ah! Like with tridents over their heads and everything, just cheering. Two of them have like this big box with at either like either of their arms, and they're still just like. <laughs> See, seeing how excited Lotus is, Dolus like puts one arm meekly up. <laughs> <laughs> It's the fist pump at the end of, uh, what's it called? <laughs> Breakfast Club. There you go. Oh. <laughs> uh, Lorelai, now kind of like casually leaning over the edge, she's like, So, fishmen, do we, uh, do we get to part ways with you on kind terms, or are you here to kill us all? And Swaggin responds, No. You slayed the outsider. The Fog Slayer shall go down in legends as both a f an honorable warrior who fought against the Swaggin and then a more honorable warrior who fought for them. 
And they all bail. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Socks kind of looks over at Twink and, go Twink and goes, You know, I never expected you to become a legend. Jokes on you, I was one before you met me. <laughs> yeah. So the Swoggin are like, We have brought rewards from the depths. And they gesture to the to the uh, the chest. The only reward I require is a statue in my honor. No, I want the reward. <laughs> so a few of the swa a few of the bigger swagger are like boom 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 boom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the the leader is like, it shall be done, Fox Slayer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> He's like, and then they heard Lotus be like. I would like the reward. <laughs> and so, so the, the one like halfway climbs up the boat and reach it like gestures down to the box as they open it. And there are six very, very pretty rings laid out in this box. That's kind of, they're all kind of wet. Uh, <laughs> so there is one that is uh, gray with a single yellow jewel. One that is uh, black with all of these pretty little purple jewels. Uh, one that is just a blue band. Uh, there is another that has these really ornate, like, horns carved into it. And then there is a silver and blue one. Uh, oh, that was that was five. Uh, there's silver and blue one. And then there is one that has these swirling little, like, vortex symbols on it. And that is... Those are the rings, and so the swagon. He goes, "You may have your choice, one of them." I'm gonna sit to Fuck. <laughs> what are they? We do not know. They are magic rings taken from the depth. Our kind cannot wear them. Then can we not have all of them? No. Okay. <laughs> I kind of want to vote. Wait, we have to choose one ring of all six. We do not each get a ring. No, you each shall be rewarded. It's true, but we can only part with one of them. They are relics for our kind from a war fought long ago. Right. Socks looks at Twink and Twink and goes, "Thank you. Can I identify them all?" Well, you gave me an hour? Flux goes, You. And he looks over at Kieran. Think you can do the other half? I interestingly, um, I have many spells. That isn't one of them. I didn't know. And he looks at the Sohagans. Lorelai kind of crosses her arms at this point, looks over at you, and she's like, are you telling me you want to keep my ship stuck here in the middle of the ocean for hours more so you can pick a pretty ring? Hour more. Socks looks at her and goes, I don't mean to keep anyone, but figured I'd ask. I've never really seen him actually identify anything for too long. 
I also think it should be known that you'd be here for even more hours if we didn't get rid of the fog. She's gonna, she's gonna. I'll give you 30 minutes, and then she, like, turns and goes back to the helm. Sounds like we got an hour, lads. <laughs> he sits down and it starts identifying the rings. Ritual identifying the rings. Ritual identifying yeah. the rings. Yeah, That's what... the spell slots, fuck that. It's 10 minutes of pop, right? 10 minutes of pop. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, as you, as they, the, the swagans hand up the box to Twig so he can identify them, the, the lead one turns to Lotus and is like, I would ask on behalf of my people that you return our weapons. And she, he gestures at all the tridents. Can I keep one? I ask on behalf of my people that you return all the weapons. Socks <laughs> looks at walks the over. and goes, she won at least one of those fair and square. We craft these very especially for our own. Dolus walks over and he puts one hand on Lotus's shoulder and is standing behind her and he goes, she will be keeping one. May I offer you something in exchange? Something of equal value to us. And he reaches down towards one of the swaggin in the water and they pull out a different, uh, a different spear. It's a lot, it's a lot thinner. Um, it's this black metal with kind of these jagged points on the ends. And he, he's, and holds it up and he's like, we took it from a passerby. We care not for it. Would I recognize the type of material? Uh, Twink, in the middle of identifying, would not identif would not be able to process the type of material. Ah, just one look. It's, it just seems like metal to you. Nothing nothing okay, necessarily cool. specific. Can I, can, I, can I touch? He hands, he hands it up to you, like, really intensely. I'm gonna take a few steps away from everybody and do a few flippies to get a feel for it. Okay, it's... A few flippies. A few flippies. <laughs> um, it is weighted in a strange way. It doesn't feel necessarily like a spear as you're used to them. It feels a lot more balanced, actually. Uh, like along the entire, there's not like that heavy end that you'd get with a spear. It feels like something between a spear and a staff. But also as you twirl it, you feel this really sharp sort of electrical twinge between your fingers. I like this. Let me go get your tridents. And then she's going to run off back down to the sleeping quarters. <laughs> Stay on her back? No, no the she left oh. him in the, in the sleeping quarters. So, Okay. Uh, we'll say you go get the tridents, you come back up, you, you have all three, and you're just handing them off to the swagan, who kind of just, like, unceremoniously drops them in the water. And they, like, the way he drops them, they just hit the water and just, like, schwump right back down into it. Like, you like, it's, like, perfect. I got a new stick. Yes, you did. I'm sorry. <laughs> Got a new stick. Uh, so let's say 10 minutes pass. You have identified the first of the rings. Yes. It is a ring of obscuring. Which, which one was it? It is the, the gray one with the yellow stone. Okay. It's a ring of obscuring. 
and you would know that it has three charges daily, and those charges can be used to cast uh, Fog Cloud, and every charge can be expelled for as a spell slot. Okay. Okay. Since we are just, like, sitting here, chatting, while Mm -hmm. Twink is identifying for an hour, can we count it as a short rest? I cannot, because I am doing something. Twink can't, because he's doing something. Are you about uh, to can I? <laughs> can rest of us? <laughs> yes, you can. You can. If we're Kieran? here for an hour, Kieran is also not going to take the short rest. Okay. Uh, Kieran will like pace a little bit off of the way, like sit down cross-legged, open out a spell book in front of him, take out like a little flask of water, put it in front of them, and just start like, uh, oh, and his little golden symbol leaned up delicately against the flask. And start ritual casting ceremony. All right. You are casting ceremony. Twink is casting identify five more times. And then are the other three of you want to just short rest while you're all sitting there waiting? Pretty for much. Little, for like 10 minutes, I'm just going to keep doing flips with this spear. Is okay. that all that Swag and have for us? Uh, that's all that they have presented to you so far. Just right. So I, I imagine they would present other things during this hour. So as you are choosing the, uh, as you are choosing, they hand up a bag and it drops and they go, we have no need for your land currency. And I will say, because he was closest to the edge last time, Dolis, your short rest is near Twink and Lotus. So you, they would hand the bag to you. Oh, thank you. Dolis is, Dolis is just slumped like near, like. The he's like against the wall of the railing, just sitting there. And he's just like, "Oh, I just realized Dolus still hasn't given us the money from the other time." Nope. It was just the teeth. I don't think there's any gold. I think there was gold and the teeth. Harmon's oh. <laughs> <laughs> crew all got together, put together a nice little reward for you guys. Dolus just has it in his pocket. Yeah. And now he has the other bag. Yeah. But this one's right in front of all of you, so if you want to. And, and I'm sure it's much larger than the other one. Yeah. Socks oh. looks over and goes, well, let's divvy it up. Right. Uh, and so I just kind of open the bag. You open, you open the, bag. the bag and there's just an obstinate amount of fucking gold in that bag. Oh. There is. Some? Yes. It is filled to the moment you uncinch it. It is filled to the to the top, the max with gold. I kind of look at the Sawagin who gave it to me. How much is in here? We have never counted it. It was in a box. Of course you haven't. Uh, but hour counting it. <laughs> for the next hour, as you short rest, you count it and you come out to about ah uh, five hundred and seventy-five gold. Cool. That's a lot of money. Well, so if we divvy that up amongst ourselves, that's like two hundred gold for everybody. Harmon on the railing nearby is like, "What's my cut?" One fifteen, by the way, per person. Harmon, would you like to uh, tell us what you did? I made sure the ship was secure. Oh, no, I think you made sure you were secure to the ship. 
Is there a difference, bird yes. fellow? Yes, there is. Uh, yeah, I never knew the terror was a difference. <laughs> Dolus just splits up the it in like one one fifteen. I'm assuming someone told him how much it is because he didn't do the math. <laughs> um, and he splits it up and he yeah. passes everyone their their cut and uh, he walks over to when he's about to give Lotus her cut. He's like, "Would you like me to hold on to yours?" Can I have half? Sure. He gives her the half so one fifteen. He 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 just he kind of roughly he yeah. roughly takes half of it. <laughs> he, he just like takes a clump it's about of fifty seven. He, he Dolus yeah. gives her fifty gold. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. count it out. Okay, Dolus, can you do me a favor? Right. Will you take fifteen of mine and give it to Duke of Egg? Man was brave enough to take us out there. He should deserve something. Duke. Oh. Oh, this, the, the, okay. Right. And Dolus, like, pockets his own money and uh, takes the 15 to go give it to Eggold. Eggold is, Eggold is over there, like, sh- doing work on the raft you brought back to, like, make sure it's in shape and, like, cleaning up scuffs from, from landing it. And he's like, uh, Dolus what walk- are you all doing over there? <laughs> Dolus walks over and he's like, uh, Duke, your, your grace, um, I bring you a gift from the uh, the Fog Slayer himself. Yes! Eggold kind of just sits there. Really, like he's holding he's holding the scrubber. And he looks at the floor of the ship and he looks up at you. And as he's looking up at you, his eyes go over the gold. And he suddenly is just like, a gift from the Fog Slayer, huh? Yes. We're gaslighting this man into a submission. And... And he takes the gold from you, and he's like, "You're good people." <laughs> and he like puts the the coins in his pocket, and he's like, "I will uh, row your boats anytime." <laughs> as are you, Your Majesty. And as Dolus walks away, he starts like snickering to himself. <laughs> Eggold, Eggold, knowing that you're all just completely on board with it, is like. Duke of Egghold, Duke of Egghold, <laughs> Duke of Egghold. just start scrubbing. Uh, uh, let's say that around now you're hitting like the 40 minute mark. You've identified three more rigs and now is the time that Lorelai comes down. She's like, what does 30 minutes mean? What does 30 minutes mean to anyone on this? Socks holds, up, Socks holds up some of his gold and goes, can we buy more time? Lorelai looks at you and she's like, I'm very offended that you think you could buy my time with something as trifle as that gold. I'll need double that amount. I didn't even say how much. You were holding up about 20. Socks goes. You did give me the sword. And so he gives her the 40. And she's like, all right, you can identify them all. And she puts it like she, she, she tucks it in a little bag right on her like side. And then she goes up back to the helm and starts Commanding everybody to get everything ready for setting off. You want to tell uh, me what the, other three do? the other three rings are in the orders. The black and purple one is a ring of shooting stars. Cue the shooting stars meme, please. Do, 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 do. <laughs> just twinking, just twirling around. <laughs> uh, while wearing it in dim light or darkness, you can cast light or dancing light from the ring at will. It has six charges for the other properties. 
and it regains 1d6 charges daily at dawn, not on long rest. That's an important thing. Uh, you can use one charge to cast Fairy Fire, or two charges to make Balls of Lightning. Uh, the less Balls of Lightning you make, the more damage one Ball of Lightning will do. And then there is Shooting Stars, where you can expend one to three charges as an action, and for every charge you expend, you launch a mode of light from the ring at any point you can see within 60 feet of you. And it can do fire damage if a creature does not succeed on a saving throw. Not gonna lie, that one's way cooler than the fog one. That one's pretty cool, much cooler than the fog one. I'm glad that Twink's the only one knows what they do. Yeah. I just like reading it out loud for everyone to suffer a little. I know, I love that you're doing it as well. Uh, so the, 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 uh, the third ring is a ring of swimming. Uh, you, it's a ring of swimming, uh, plus, like, plus, actually, it is, it is modified a bit, it's homebrewed. Uh, you would probably have a swimming speed of, oh, 80 feet while it's on. Nice. Yep. And fourth ring is a ring of the ram. It has three charges, it also regains them at dawn, and while wearing the ring, you can use an action to expend charges to summon a mystical energy of a ram that will ram into a creature you see within 60 feet of you with a plus seven to attack that'll do two d10s of force damage. Oh, that's so good. Somebody else in my other campaign has that. It's so funny. Uh, alternatively, you can use the charges of the ring to break any object you see within 60 feet of you uh, using a strength check. And every charge you use is a bonus to that strength check. Man, I'm bummed. I just discovered sorcerers can't learn identify. Get riggedy riggedy wrecked, son. But art artif eh, artificers weren't listed either, so I'm very confused. They have it. It. Yeah, they have it. Anything else in the last 20 minutes while the last two rings are identified? No. All right, last. Oh, what? Short rest. Short rest. Mm -hmm. Yep. So your short rest is. Well, where? Okay. So the other, the last two rings get identified. You have a ring of water walking that's the silver and blue one while wearing it you can walk on water like jesus christ himself that's not the dnd &D explanation but that's the explanation <laughs> that's what it says on dnd a 20th level sorcerer no he'd be a cleric he'd be a cleric. jesus is a 20th level cleric <laughs> 20th level divine intervention always works he keeps spamming wish <laughs> finally last, ran out finally ran out the last one is a ring of water elemental command which is a very long explanation so bear with me it's got five charges regains them at dawn as they all do save dc is 17 uh you will have advantage on any attack rolls against any water elemental and in addition, you will have a few extra little properties if you slay an elemental while you have the ring on. Uh, you'll be able to breathe underwater. Your swimming speed will now equal your walking speed, and you'll be able to cast uh, the following spells using charges from the ring. Create water, destroy water, control water, ice storm, or wall of ice. You'll also be able to speak and understand Aquin. Also be able to walk on water. Okay. 
I wasn't sure if you guys were literally going to spend an hour identifying these, so I made them varying levels, but then you literally spent an hour identifying them. So now there are three that are clearly better than The three. audacity of you to assume that I would... That <laughs> yeah, I was already on that too. I'm like, ah, oh, we're identifying these. The Sawagan has started playing a game of cards with Eggled. Uh, Mr. Dean. Okay. Mr. Dean, I have question. Yes. I will send it to you. Kieran, who has proficiency in playing cards, but it, but also cannot join, it looks over longingly. Proficiency <laughs> in playing cards. <laughs> yeah. Man, you know you can, like, man out here. You know you can get up and walk, right? It's just no strenuous activity. Yeah, you can even I'm, play I'm, cards. <laughs> Lotus doesn't know how to play any of the card games. She's just putting down cards when she's copying what the person next to her is doing, but she's not too sure about the values of the cards. <laughs> Angled at one point puts down a card and goes, Go fish. Yeah. <laughs> and Lotus. Fish? F fish? She points at the Sahagan. The Sahagan is like, I too am confused. <laughs> and he goes You guys know Blackjack? You're gonna hear Twink yell It's this one! As he holds up one of the rings Which one does he hold up? The purplish blackish one The purple and black one yeah. The Swagged oh. who is like The Swagged who's played with Eggled and, and Lotus Stands up immediately, does like a weird four-armed bow, making like an X shape with his arms, and then just jumps off the side of the boat into the water. That was the shooting star one, right? Socks looks at him and goes, what does it do? I don't know yet. Yes, you do. You just spent an hour trying to figure out what they do. Okay, I... I might, know what, I might know what to do a little bit, but... And he puts it on. Yes, but goes, what is that little bit? I'll let you know tomorrow. In fact, I'll show you tomorrow. Why <laughs> do you always have to make things difficult? Why can't you just give us an answer? Uh, because I can't show you now. You could tell us. Mm, that's not fun. Right. Sox just looks at Twink and goes, I respect it. <laughs> but I would still like to know. <laughs> uh, before anything else, the Swagan all make this like chant below you. And you, you, those of you who could look over the railing would see them like pound. Those who have forearms of the groups are like pounding all four of their fists together in an X while the ones with two are just doing this. And they're doing like this really intense, like musical chant in the water below you. And Lorelai's like, ah, fantastic, a show. Really puts this whole quiet luncheon into place. Socks looks at Lorelai and goes, Have you not enjoyed anything since we last saw you? I enjoy many things a good drink, good company, a very nice sunset. I don't usually enjoy fish chanting after they, you know, attacked my boat and tried to kill me. I'm going to be honest with you. It's about this time that uh, Dolus looks over the edge and yells, Oh, hail the Fog Slayer! 
They all they all made it like in the chant suddenly worked in as they're they're pouting their fists all as the chorus comes to a go go Fog Slayer goes, That's me. They all of them sink under the water, like holding that pose except for one. And he goes, You shall have safe passage out of our waters. Farewell, Fog Slayer and friends. Sinks under the water. <laughs> Synchronized swimmers. <laughs> Lorelai is just like, all right, well, now that that's out of the way, cast off, boys. And the anchor comes up and the sails unfurl. Oh, Dolus. Yes? Do you think Archibald has been having his three squared meals? Um, My favorite thing is that some of us have actually gotten to watch the session since we started doing this. Uh, so a lot of old jokes are coming back because we remembered they existed. Mm. I definitely did not remember that existed. Um, I think so. Um, shortly, I mean, he seems he seemed to be in good help at the start of health at the start of that last uh, fight. Uh, Socrates. Has Archibald been eating? You seem to be a babysitter. Socks looks at him and goes, We had breakfast this morning, uh, and we didn't exist for a month otherwise. Right. So he's probably about a meal behind, but I'd say the alcohol he drank probably means it, it it's not going to stay down. So we'll so consider we'll that lunch. Ha Harmon tied to the to the railing goes. Did he drink wax brew, the cleaning brew? Socks holds up his flask and goes. It's not bad actually. And Harmon goes. Oh, he won't be able to eat anything properly for a week. Can I have some? No. It's not healthy. Oh, okay, okay. Har Harmon, because you're close to the railing here, you whisper that goes. It's mighty healthy. No, it's not. I mean, I've drank it plenty, and look at me! Yes, look at you. Uh, Lotus is gonna stand on her tippy toes and kind of lean in closer to Dolus. It's like, I don't want to be the type of person to tie myself up. Right, that's why you shouldn't eat it. And drink any of Harm, uh, of Walks Brew, please don't. You'll end up like Harmon. Okay. And Socks just kind of like claps Lotus on the shoulder and goes, "We can have it when you're older. Preferably not. You can choose not to have it when you're older as well. Ah, don't listen you to your brother. He's paranoid about everything. Uh, don't listen to the wolf." Socks looks at him and goes, "Don't listen to the one who made a deal. Don't listen to the one who almost killed you." And then Socks looks at him, looks at him, and goes. I haven't brought a single bit of harm to your sister. Sure. That's not true. Electricity happens. But what are you hiding from your sister? Because I'm pretty sure all of my secrets are out in the open now, aren't they? Excuse me, sir. Uh, did you say electricity happens? Electricity doesn't happen. It doesn't just happen. That's not a thing that just happens. Yeah, speaking of that electricity, what the fuck was the deal with that? Wild magic. He looks at, <laughs> he looks at Twink. That shit fucking hurt. I apologize. That does be a whole lot of fucking good when I'm unconscious on the ground, though, does it? You're not dead, are you? Could have been. 
Well, you're not. What you do to help me out? Held off the dragon. Sorry, I don't uh, know healing magic. Well, maybe you should maybe learn some since you're going to be, you know, hurting us. Lotus sucks. is just going to crouch and kind of duck away and start sneaking off. Look, I'm not against I'm not against what you have going on, man. Just fucking own it. That's all I ask. Just own it. Socks goes, I have been owning it since it been it's been you're revealed. You're dealing with it. You're literally bringing up other shit when this all he wants to know is what the electrocution was about. And you're bringing oh, he, up other shit. He knows exactly what it's about. But the thing is, he's so goddamn paranoid that he can't just trust me at my word and know that I don't do any of it intentionally. Okay. But what are you doing to help that? That's I don't exactly. know how to stop a curse. That's what I'm trying to find. Uh, and suddenly a gunshot rings out. And as you all stop, you turn and Lorelai is at the stairs with her hand on Lotus's head. And she's like, pardon me, this is not the kind of conversation to be having A, on the deck of my ship, and B, in front of a child. I thought I was the pirate. Aren't I, you know, supposed to be the one making bad decisions, doing things that are inappropriate culturally, you know? You're a pirate? <laughs> Lorelai kind of just sits there. She takes her hat off. She puts it on Lotus's head. And she just goes. The next one of you that shouts gets shot. And then she turns and goes back up the stairs. <laughs> Socks follows after Lorelai, basically just completely abandoning the conversation. Uh, and goes up to her and goes, actually, I've been meaning to ask you some questions. Um since you know we kind of skipped a month i was hoping you could fill me on what's happened at some point uh the empire's gone to war with every other country on the planet um that's pretty much the gist of it yeah no no that's that covers pretty much all of it every country every country the westwood is burning around now i thought you'd like to know that well, actually, I didn't think you'd like to know that, which is why I didn't tell you until now. But you're prodding me, and you've been very annoying. And I love that I threatened to shoot you, and your best idea was to follow me up to the helm as I walked away. Sucks. Just kind of... His posture drops just a little bit, and he just goes... I'm sorry for inconveniencing you, I just... She kind of crosses her arms, just like... Whatever you got going on with your party, if you fuck up my boat, I will kill you. Sauce goes, I'm aware. You told and us the day we showed up. I'm talking. And whatever issue you're having, because you left this boat in a completely different mood than you came back to, I want you to work out, and I want you to do it without shouting at anyone on the deck of my ship. Okay? Okay. Walk away now. Don't say anything else. And she puts her hands on the helm. And sucks. just goes downstairs, completely disregards everyone, and goes back to the sleeping quarters. Okay. Has anybody, has anybody else got anything going on? 
I got a hat. Lotus has a big hat. I got a hat. You can see Dolas. Dolas was like really tense, like and like, like almost like puffing his chest up. And then like as soon as Lotus like was like, I got a hat. He's like, Oh right, yes, we did get a hat. Did Laura like give that to you? Mm-hmm. Wow, it's very pretty. It suits you well. It's like super big, so it's like covering half of her yeah. her mask eyes. If we could get you one that's in your size, I'm sure it would be so much nicer. Mm-hmm. I like the color. What color is it? It's black, <laughs> it's black and red with a little gold feather. <laughs> yes, okay. Well, the red mount matches your uh, your outfit. Mm-hmm. Very stylish. Right, wouldn't you say? He turns to Kieran and Twink. Oh, cool hat. When did you get it? <laughs> I gave it to me. Oh, good going. I heard you wanted one of those earlier. <laughs> looks looks good on you. A bit too big. The the the, the wolfy one, I think, knows the clothes spell or the. Uh, he fixed something, so you could probably make it your size. Well, I don't. Maybe we probably shouldn't. Place. We probably shouldn't change the size of Lorelai's hat. I don't think she would appreciate that very much. Not true. Think, since you make really good drawings, and then you make things, and then you, you like, do a lot of things. Can you make me a hat? Well, I don't see harm in trying. Would you like one just like that? Yeah, but like my size. Oh, I was going to make it the same size. Thank you for clarifying. (laughs) See, you're so helpful. (laughs) Wait, you remember what right now? Whenever you want. I have this hat now, so. Yikes. Okay, well, maybe when we get to land and we can get some material. Okay, 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 okay. Remember, when buying kids clothes, do it one size bigger so she can grow into it. I don't know what hat hat sizes are, though. (laughs) What if I just made a hat? What if I just made a hat that grew to fit you all the time? Can you do that? I don't know, but we can try. I don't know. (laughs) Magic hat. Magic hat. You can just see, like, uh, anyone who, like, looks at Dolas can see he's just staring at the conversation, like, pleased. <laughs> like, at ease. Aww. Uh, Kirit, actually, as you're looking up the conversation away from your own personal book, you look back into the book, and there is a sentence written in it that you did not write. What is uh what does it say? Uh it says you're getting awfully close. Yeah. I it seems like I've I've been getting close for six years now. I I close the book and the flask is still sitting in front of me. Yeah. And I hold it up and I but the Thanks for the help with this, I guess. And into my cloak. Did he say that out loud? Yeah. Yeah. I I say it out loud. Could I hear that? 
Uh, I mean, he was standing next to you, uh, <laughs> well, sitting next to you, and your passive perception. Yeah, I know you've heard that. Yeah, so he, he's just like, it seems like I've been closed for six years now, and Dole's just like, what? Oh, um, uh, I was, uh, I was having, uh, uh, I was talking to my friend, and 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 he looks at your arm, friend. Oh. You see, I've been meaning to ask you about that, and Dolus takes a seat. Um, I've been meaning to ask you a lot of things. There, Kieran, I know who you are, but what are you? Why are you here? Oh, yeah, I, I kind of didn't answer that properly when we first met, didn't I? Right. Um, uh, wait, what am I? Uh, yes. Um. Not species. Oh. I mean, what did you do? What were you doing before you joined us on the ship? Well, um, so you know how sometimes, like, there are criminals that uh, the government is too lazy piece of shit to do anything with themselves? Um, sometimes they pay people like me to go around and just kind of deal with them in the way that is most suitable. Lotus Are you a guard? To Twinkle's like, what does lazy piece of shit mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh! Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't hear her whisper that to Twink? Yeah. Don't, don't <laughs> look like, wait, so were you a guard? A guard? Um, I, do you know what a bounty hunter is? No. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, what is a bounty hunter? Imagine a freelance guard hmm. i worked i worked off of commissions you don't know the word freelance yeah dolas but dolas i know dolas doesn't know the word freelance but he, he feels like he's asked too many questions about this <laughs> one word like he keeps like what is that what is that so he's just like no. right right freelance <laughs> dolas probably thinking it's a free lance where are the wolves <laughs> <laughs> Actually, actually, I similar question. I I'm not gonna pry on your. And he looks at your arm. But did you make a deal too? Dol, you see, Dolus like his. Uh, he kind of tenses for a second. He looks at his hand. Uh, realizes that. He has gotten so comfortable that he didn't put his glove back on. Like, he just didn't even notice. He quickly, like, pulls out of his pocket and slips it on. He's like, um, you could say that. It was hey, less hey. of a deal and more of a, uh, a contract I was forced to sign. And, and he, as looking, at, like, at you putting on uh, your glove, he just says, you don't have to worry about hiding it and then he just like traces his tattoos uh i've got a lot of these and i didn't exactly ask for a tattoo and uh they're i wish they were just markings Hmm. yeah uh well and then he he kind of like to people who have Aaron boys of people much stronger than us. And he kind of just like holds out his arm. You're you're supposed to 
Oh, um, it's like a, it's like a yeah. <laughs> you're a little fist bump. Yeah. Why am I, I doing this? I don't know. I saw that. I saw. I used to see some of the kids doing it, and they never did it with me. But I, I thought it was, thought it was like a thing. Oh. Not right. <laughs> it was just like okay, cool. <laughs> I'll do your nice little. You'll do your nice little fist bumps and everything, and it's it's like mid to late afternoon by now with all of the events of the morning and then the hour of identifying. Like it's like it's like solid like three thirty four o'clock. Mm-hmm. Twink and Twink and Lotus definitely fist bump in the background while they're confusedly watching you all have a conversation. Has Twink gone back to fishing at this point? <laughs> yeah, they're fishing again. Can you make a survival roll for how many fish you catch? Oh! <laughs> With advantage, because Lotus is helping you. Yeah! It doesn't matter. I mean, it's okay. 15? 15. Okay. You you catch you catch three fish today. It's it's not the greatest pickings, but... Bless you. You're in, pretty, you're in pretty deep water, and you also get the feeling that you might be in the Sahuagin hunting ground, so you imagine the fish are a little, uh, a little more timid than normal. But yeah. Obviously, I give it to Lotus to run down to walk. Yep. She does. Lotus, uh, the first time you go to run the, the fish down to walk, as you're passing by, the Archibald is on the floor, passed out with his legs draped over a bench. I want to give the fish to walk, and I want to skip over to Archibald, crouch down beside him, and I start poking his cheek. Just like, eh, <laughs> hello, little bird. Hello, little, hello, little, hello, little bird. Stop, stop, stop. Please hello. stop. Are you taking your three squared meals? Yeah. Okay. Oh, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> he, like, rolls over, he like rolls over, he's like, stop. <laughs> he gets, he finally gets up. He's like, Lotus, right? You're Lotus. I'm Archibald. I know. How old are you? Almost, almost two. How is that old for an Aarakocra? Mm, we mature at three. I don't know what that means. So it means relatively you're almost my age. How old are you? 79, but elves kind of mature around their early hundreds. You're old. Yes. Not, not if you ask my mom. And then there's this lady named Granny, and we're pretty sure she's like six thousand. So. Yes, Granny! <laughs> what the fuck? So there's this lady in the Westwood. Called the people Granny. working upstairs were like thousand. So, so six thousand. Six thousand. Yeah, she's really That's six thousands. Archibald kind of like still like buzzed out of his mind at this point because he has not slept long enough to sleep off the alcohol is like yeah i suppose it is six thousands i guess i really never thought of it like that um kids stick together right and he 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 does a thumbs up and lotus seeing the fist fist bumps it 
and he goes, right, okay. I'm going to go back to my cabin now, because I think something's trying to break out of my skull. And he walks past you, like, totally, like, thousand-yard staring now. <laughs> Don't let anything come out of your head! And then she's gonna run back up. Okay, there you go. Alright. Anything Anything else as we... Pre- the, the sun starts to set? I'm gonna use one of those hours to short rest. Alright, you short rest. But it doesn't really matter, because, like, you're short resting, night's coming down, everything's calm, nothing happens on the ocean. At one point, uh, Twink, you wouldn't see this, uh, but a swagin swims past the boat and gives it one little tap to kind of signify you've left their territory and then dives back under the water. Lotus would probably see it looking out over the side of the boat. Yes, 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 sucks. Yes. Can I open the book while I'm downstairs? Yeah, you can open the book. I'd like to read the book. Okay. You open the book, and the first half of it is is all all spell book. So there's nothing particularly of use to you, since spell books aren't really of use to you. Uh, but as you get into the, the later half, there's like a clear division where there stops being anything written on pages until you suddenly get to a journal in, like, the back half of the book. Uh, and it's just Lagos talk his, his time at the Academy and after the Academy working for the Empire. Uh-huh. And after that? Uh, it starts getting a little more and more erratic here and there, especially as the dates start past the the awakening and the unreliables law getting put into place and then there is one more entry uh where he talks about how he got to Rayesti and he's going to find a boat and hopefully get to Yubua and there's no more entries and socks kind of just looks at the book and can't help but wonder what happened he uh, how far back is that last entry dated? Uh, you don't know the exact date of today because you've gone forward about a month in time. But using a bit of math, you can guess that that's about two and a half, three months. So Sox can't help but wonder what happened to him in, in those two months. And she closes the book, puts it back in his bag, takes out shoes. And she kind of like pets her. Uh, So, as you go in to take out shoes, uh, you realize she hasn't been doing anything pretty much all day. Uh, And as you pull her out, she she is unconscious. uh, And her her hair is a little frizzled. Because all creatures within 30 feet of you took lightning damage. You're doing this to me? Make an animal handling roll real quick. Uh, does this count as a creature similar to me? In no. Okay. Seventeen. Shoes is alive. She's very hurt. Oh! I need a second. 
No! Okay. And Socks immediately begins to panic, and he kind of shoots up, like, carrying her. And he remembers that Kieran is capable of healing. And I assume no one's moved to the room yet. Everyone's still... No, everyone's still up on the top deck. And Socks runs upstairs, just frazzled, comes up, (laughs) and almost yells to call for Kieran... And then realizes that Lorelai will shoot him. <laughs> um, and so he kind of runs up and just goes, Kieran! Kieran. Uh, shoes hurt. And, oh, and, uh, and, and, and I need you to do something about it. Yeah, uh, Kieran hearing there's a small animal hurt. Because Kieran like, and they just shuffled over and like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, healing magic works on animals. Um, where, where is she? Or he? holding oh okay holy um, shit i didn't realize i could make myself cry on command <laughs> damn <laughs> uh karen karen like pets uh socks a little bit because socks wouldn't or shoes. which one was shoes shoot shoes never let uh karen pet her and then just do the flash of light and and well, D6 healing, but it's a cat, so... Uh, I'm gonna make you roll to heal the shoes. Shoes immediately, like, wakes up and perks up and kind of just, like, immediately wriggles in your hand. It's like, ah, ah, ah. Like, really sad little, like, meows as you're holding her. Flops on. Twink's gonna walk over and, like, put his arm on the back of Socrates and goes, Look, earlier when I said those things, we'll be okay but people around us might not always be us. That's all I was trying to tell you. Right. I... I'm sorry. I forgive you. I'm glad she's okay. I'm sorry to you, too. I don't mean any harm, but... Obviously, it's a possibility. Right. I understand. Still everybody's friends again? I'll be honest, I was never not his friend. Dolores kind of stands there awkwardly. (laughs) uh, (laughs) As as Twink, you can hear this because you can speak to small animals. But but Shoes is just like, down, 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 down. Like she's like panicking inside (laughs) his hands. (laughs) Yeah, you might want to let her down for a second, let her get her wits about her. Yeah, and Sox gently puts her down and kind of gets in the way of the guardrail just so she can't. She kind of wibbles a little, and then she she slinks a little, and then she shoots off down the stairs down into the hold. Sox like, what? what do, uh, and she immediately I, runs after. I, mm, she's got nowhere to go. What, what is he doing? <laughs> Socks with his uh, heightened perception yells back yeah but walk might cook her (laughs) that's a very good point (laughs) you make a can you make Mm -hmm. a perception check for for making sure you find her as you're running down after her uh, that's a seventeen plus five, so twenty-two. You, you, she, you watch her like as you're running down the stairs. You watch her sprint into the the sleeping quarters. 
Mm-hmm. And Socks follows as you follow as you follow in. You you she's clambering up into Lotus's bunk, and she like slides underneath the pillow, and just like just her little face sticks out. I love her. What what are you doing there, Juice? As you as you lean in, she sinks back further under the pillow. Right. I'm sorry to you too, little one. Uh, I don't mean any harm. And he reaches his hand out to her. Uh, she, does, she, uh, she, does, she, she lets you, she lets you pet her, but she doesn't like react. Like she doesn't like calm down or anything. I know that can be scary. Hopefully, you can learn to forgive me too. I know you don't understand me, and frankly, the only one who does is Twink. Uh, understands you is Twink. We have to figure out how to get rid of this. I'm sure Lotus will take care of you tonight, if I ask her to. And he just kind of scratches her ear a little bit and goes back upstairs kind of just defeated uh as you're going to go back upstairs walk is like working at the pot there and he goes dinner in three right i'll I'll be sure to tell everyone and he just keeps walking doesn't even really look back at walk they're like walks upstairs you all watch him walk upstairs just Super deflated and and just drained. Lotus, would you mind if she slept with you tonight? Sure. She's very fluffy. Do you like my right. hat? I do. It's it's very nice. <laughs> <sighs> well, I guess uh onward toward shade step which also by the way crowd i noticed in the first or first or second session you call it shadow step oh did i accidentally call it shadow step that's my bad it's shade okay step. i just wanted to make sure it was which one it was yeah it's shade step okay so you all you all are you all gonna do anything dinner's dinner's about to happen you're all gonna go eat dinner mm-hmm. slurp dinner you know, you, know. you do the thing the two birds go down into the lower hole they eat their dinner and relative peace neither one of them seems to really talk to each other about anything other than the ordinary and the small chat there's a little weird tension in the air between everybody but everything's okay everybody goes gets ready and lies down in bed and I do want to do a thing before we sleep what would you want to do um as everybody is like getting into bed everybody's settling down Lotus is going to go onto her her little bed thingy. Mm-hmm. Hello, kitty cat. Scritch. Um. Shoes. Shoes is like out from under the pillow now, and she's just kind of like loafed in a little like the corner next to your pillow of the bunk. She's not like super. She's not super happy to see anybody, but she's not like angry at you there. She kind of like just lets you pet her and just kind of like does the little cat squint. 
Hello. You wanna come with me to do a thingy? She doesn't like react. She's she doesn't understand what you're saying. I'm gonna like a few paces in front of her, put my hand like this just to see if she wants to come with. She uh, after you wait about half a minute, she just like walks up and like rubs into your hand and like sits on it. Oh, okay. Um and I'm just gonna whisper, we're going to wait just a little bit, okay? And then I'm going she's going to just curl up in bed. Okay. As if she is going to sleep. Okay. Yeah. Anybody else want to do anything before you lie down for your long rest? I am attuning to the ring, but uh, you got it. You are attuning right, to the ring right before. Oh, cryo, uh, check your DM. <laughs> check your DM. Looks I'll at you. I'll let you know. Right before um, Socks goes to bed, he pulls the sword out and goes, uh, "Twink, I've." never quite seen a sword like this. Can you tell if there's anything special about it? Um, would I recognize the material it's made of? Uh, you would recognize the material immediately as just regular steel. However, being an artificer, you would also immediately recognize a magical artifact. Cool. Um, I mean, if you give me ten minutes, I can tell you a little more about it. That'd be appreciated. And he hands the sword to him, and then she kind of sits on the edge of his bed. Just silent, in all honesty. And I'm assuming ten minutes goes by. <laughs> uh, unless, Dolus, would you like to do anything? I mean, no. I, for bed? I mean, I'm just gonna, as, as Dolus goes to his bed, he just kind of, since he's on the bottom bunk of Lotus, he just uh, like puts a hand on her shoulders, like "Good night, Lotus," and then he Good goes Lotus. and he lays down in his bed. Okay, uh, Twink. As you identify, you would discover that it is a Frost Brand short sword. Frost Brand short sword. Alrighty. Oh, that looks real cool. Yeah. Um. Anyways, <laughs> it doesn't look that cool. His version doesn't look that cool. No. You, yeah, it does not look that cool. But it looks real cool on here. Anyways, he hands it back to um, socks. He goes. Oh, it looks like it's imbued with the magic property of uh, cold. Would socks know what a frost brand is? No, it's not something that you they usually deal with in the in the Westwood. Sucks. Takes it back and looks at it and goes. So, it is magical, and do do you know what it means to to have cold? Well, sure. It's it's like uh, you ever heard of an ice dragon? Yeah. Well, you know how it freezes things. Right. All right, well, imagine that on a much lower scale. Oh. Uh, adversely, it also, you you know, you'll, you know, heat won't affect you as much while you're holding it. Huh. Cold, so. Makes sense. Thank you. Okay. 
So everybody's everybody goes to bed, except for for Lotus, who's not going to bed. And so, as you all lie down, everyone's going to bed. Everyone waits a little while. It's really quiet. It's dark. Uh, Socks does the closest thing he does to sleeping and and goes into trance while he's laying in in the bunk, facing in because he's thinking about all of the things that you did to me. <laughs> uh, look, I'm look, man. I'm just the universe. If you want to be mad at God? That's a that's a question for you to have. Um. Uh, and so Lotus, holding shoes close, gets ready to get up out of bed. When suddenly she hears somebody else get up and start shuffling around. Uh, Kieran, what are you doing? Okay. Uh, uh, Kieran kind of like reaches into his cloak and pulls out the little, the little flask you saw him sitting around earlier. Mm-hmm. And he looks, he like walks over very quietly. He doesn't want to wake anybody up. He doesn't want anybody to notice so he walks over to socks and just um yes i we did get off to a bit of a rough start but hopefully this will help and he slips uh the flask into his bag so you you the socks's bag is on the floor so you you slip uh, the flask in really easily with the <laughs> with the whole flurry of a day that Sox has had even and in trance he doesn't notice uh lotus with your passive pre- i was gonna ask how aware i am in trance normally you're, you're de- i mean you're decently aware normally but your 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 head is in a d- different space lotus you you are doing your best to still remain sleepy i imagine right yeah so you you sort of listen and out of the corner of your eye watch as kieran puts something in Sox's bag and then leaves the sleeping quarters okay uh Kieran walks out the door quietly closes it and summons Siren and just well the little flutter of wings (sighs) well I you know Siren I sorry I haven't summoned you recently I weirdly I didn't feel like I needed to you know, I think that that was the first time we've ever traveled with people, huh? It, it was, um... And I want to look around the deck of the ship. Is there anybody else around? Uh, there is another crewman up on the helm. There's one way up on uh, top of the crow's nest, but he's mm-hmm. he's kind of, uh... Okay. Judging by the humming you're hearing, he's sloshed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there is there is Eggled, who is uh, currently kind of relaxing in that rowboat you saw him working on earlier, with with his own little cup of something. Mm-hmm. It it was fun. Um, uh, uh, Kieran walks towards Eggled and the row the rowboat, and just like leans over. Hey, hey, Oldie. Eggled's like, you were uh, you're the um. I never, I never got your name. I'm gonna be. Yeah, I, I realized that a lot of people seem to have not. Um. Uh. Good morning, is isn't it? Noticed anything weird on the ship today? Other than you and your entire party, no, nothing weird has been happening on the ship so far today. Well, uh, 
uh, keep up the good work. Actually, how about you... I think it's probably a good idea to, to clean that post over there. Uh, don't worry too much about what I'm doing. Uh, I noticed that post. Very fishy smell. You should go clean it. Uh, Eggold's eyes open, kind of confused for a second. And then... Immediately just sort of glaze over. And he's like, yeah, I should go clean that real quick. Thanks. You and he gets out of the he gets out of the thing and he puts his cup down like still in the boat and he steps out of the rowboat and he walks one of the masts near the front and just starts like scrubbing at it with the same scrubber he was using to clean the rowboat. Uh, it w- uh, Nobelia, I. T- uh. I'm close, aren't I? I'm. Uh, you'll. I. I trust you. I'll. You'll. I'll get you free. And and you'll take me there. But I. I like this. It was. It was peaceful. It was nice. But this isn't where I'm going, is it? Uh, you almost feel a hand on your shoulder direct you into the rowboat. Kieran jumps over, takes a step. And starts, like, winching it down, but realizes it's taking way too long and he's not a very strong man. So he pulls out the knife he got from... What's her name? Sally? Cuts the rope. Fall. And the rope goes... Uh, the robo just lands in the water. I probably should have asked... I probably should have asked the one with the map which direction east was. Uh, Sarah, you know. The helmsman starts being a little, like, confused and doing some shouting, and you hear some shouting here and there. Uh, the, the, the guy up at the crow's nest starts to, to, like, look around and try and figure out what's happening. Uh, but it, like, at this point, the rowboat, because the ship is going full speed, is already, like, a solid 20 feet out behind the ship now. And I start rowing whichever direction I think is east. Okay, you start rowing east out into the dark. With Kieran's help, you're doing a bit better at direction, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lotus, did you want to do anything? Yeah. Hey, what are you? <laughs> yeah. Where are you at? Yeah. Um, a few minutes after Kieran leaves, I kind of just want to follow after him. So you you go up the stairs, and as you come up the stairs, that's about the time you hear the splash in the water, and somebody is is shouting uh and so you're gonna you basically like rush over to the edge where you heard the splash and you can't see anything in the dark so i I just see water you just see water as far as the eye can see i have i put shoes in the little pocket on my vest okay so i'm just kind of leaned over and just what do you think that was there's a tiny little meow that answers you. Uh, and then, before anything else can happen, you feel this really gentle caress on your cheek. And you hear the words, everything will be fine. I promise. And there's <laughs> no one there. I want to... 
What's the highest point of a ship? The highest point is the top mast, right above the crow's nest. Is there anywhere on the ship that's like, there's nobody there where I can be out of sight? Uh, that could be the, if you want to fly to the back mast, it's dark enough that no one would see you up there. Yeah. Yeah, you fly up there. I'm just gonna sit some, somewhere. Okay. I'm gonna try something. I've never done it before. <sighs> and I'm going to use Disguise Self. Okay. What are you gonna disguise yourself disguise yourself as? I'm going to make myself look like Dolus. Okay. So you there's a little bit of a shimmer around you and you look at your own hands and one of them is distinctly burnt and singed because they're Dolus's hands. <sighs> This is a little creepy. Maybe I shouldn't have picked Dolus. But she is a god. And I'm sure gods are usually right. I don't know. This world is very confusing, shoes. And then there's going to be, like, this arcane energy that s seems to flow around her hands. And then she's going to let go of the disguise self and the magic. Mm -hmm. She's going to let out one more sigh. Give shoes a little scritch behind her ears, and then she's going to go back to the sleeping quarters. Can you make a quick uh, perception check for me? Sure. I get to use dice. That's it. You get to use dice. Finally. At disadvantage. I got a 14 and a 15 plus 4, so that's an 18 and a 19. Okay, that works. Uh, as you spread your wings to take off off the mast and go back down, you immediately notice this strange shimmer that you hadn't expected and you look to your wings and where there once were a smattering of gray wings slowly transitioning to other colors there are now streaks of bright green and on the the like bone where your the base of your wing is there are there is two on each side burnt in handprints on your wings, just like Dolus's burnt arm. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> and on that note, we are going to end the session there. Kaeli, you bitch. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god! I got fucked for a session straight! I got fucked for a session straight! Yeah, I was pretty happy about the cat thing, to be honest. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. I was sitting there the entire time, like, the thing is, so the thing is, I didn't process 
the whole all creatures within you get electrocuted until after literally three days after the last session and then like i was going over plans for this session and i was suddenly like i wonder what shoes is gonna do and then i was like shoes got fucking electrocuted and i was like shoes i'm like i was i was genuinely like yeah if technically I, shoes is dead instantly yeah i was like i was like if i full damage that she's fucking dead instantly and then i was like leather bag yeah yeah i was like she's in a leather bag there is some With level padding. of padding and conduction resistance, so she still gets shocked. Yeah, not to not mention, it's on my person, person, so like... Mm. I, I'm gonna be 100% honest with you, and this hurts, but if you had rolled a nat 1, that would have been a very different re moment. And we all would have cried, but you didn't, and so everything's okay. And Thanks, everybody, for watching, I guess! One oh, one yeah. last moment before we go, actually. Kieran, if you're still listening, please turn your camera back on and turn your mic back on. Ladies and gentlemen, everyone say hello to Oz. Hello, Oz. And say goodbye to Oz. And everyone <laughs> say goodbye to Oz. Oz will be leaving us this session. Oz might come back someday, but we love him. We loved playing with him. Everybody give the man a round of applause. I still have Kieran's bread. You yeah. still have here in the bread. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching Star Lost Seas. I hope I ripped your hearts out. Have fun! Bye! Bye. Bye. You have depression now. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs>